Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hide the kids and pop the top on a cold one. Coming to you from the Riverbank studio in Nitro, West Virginia, please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. talking ears and we're uh in here together to this i guess it's just a disappointing loss i mean it's it we didn't show up and we we technically took three weeks off is the way i look at it and i had a feeling coming in with that with that game against oklahoma being canceled and getting another week off consecutively i was like we're in trouble i mean our offense needed the consistency a week off maybe two weeks well i mean you saw how that turned out. You really blew through that opening right there, didn't you? Yeah. We're in here together. Well, because I, fi- I, mean, I, cause I <laughs> just figured it. we'll just blow through the football. I mean, yeah. there's what, what's to talk about? No, I mean, it is what it is. Um, it was it was very disappointing. I've not seen the defense get manhandled like that um, all year long. Never thought I'd see that, especially coming from Iowa State. Maybe next week, okay. But even this week coming up with Oklahoma, I don't expect that defense to get handled like that. The offense really – didn't need that bye week after they had put it together against TCU and uh, just all around an ass whipping and move on to the next one and, and finish up hopefully six and four. I tell you what it reminds me of um, Iowa State right now. If if you go back to 2017, we didn't score in the second half of that game in Morgantown, <clears throat> and since then they've outscored us like it's like 140 to 30. It's it's incredible. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> no, I'm saying it reminds me of the Maryland series when Rod yeah. first got to WVU. A team on paper that doesn't out-talent you, but is kicking your ass all over the field. And n- not only kicking your ass, making you look like you didn't prepare. Because well, Maryland used to run circles around us. They did, and then finally it clicked. And, and here's the thing. Matt Campbell didn't have Iowa State going like like he did in two years. I mean, he's been there, what, five years now? And now it's getting a little bit more consistent, a little bit more, you know. I don't want to take anything away from the program he's building. But, so I mean, so many people are all over Brown's butt over this. And it's like, okay, I mean, maybe. Well, here's the problem with why people are on him is because <clears throat> his whole coming in was – uh You'll never meet a coach who's going to be more prepared or out-coach him or X's and O's him. And uh, for the most part, his teams are always pretty disciplined. Right. This team, not so much. You're correct. And I think that's – if you listen to what a lot of people are saying, that's what a lot of the complaint is. It's like, man, this team is really just undisciplined, a lot of stupid flags, and he just looks like he got out-coached on Saturday. Everybody has a bad day. Second year there. Recruiting's off the fucking charts as as it goes right now. 
ease up. Right. Who are you going to get? Who you want to get? Well, I laughed because the name I keep hearing is maybe Luke Fickle was a better choice. I was like, uh, Wrong. kiss my ass. Wrong. He's right. in a weak conference. They're not going to get into the playoffs. Ohio State season could have ended last week, and they're still going to get in the playoffs over Cincinnati. Correct. It's already been said. While they may not get in the Big Ten championship game, there is no rule for the college football playoffs, and they will go with the four best teams, and Ohio State can be fucking 3-0, and and they're going to be looked at as one of the four best they're going to get in. Correct. There you go. Correct. I mean, they issued that statement Let's Saturday. Let's see what so. Fickle does next year. <clears throat> when he loses well, they everyone. had a great team coming back. Well, you know what? Brown's still looking at shitheads that Dana had that are, that are fucking, you know, lazy and used to things being a certain way. It takes time, and you can't. You can't just change coaches every year. Correct. That's ignorant. Look at what Texas has done with what they're doing, changing coaches all the time. Charlie Strong got all the shitheads out, and they booted him. They got Tom Herman. They got their guy, the big gunslinger. What's going on with them? They're getting fucking bent over week in and week out. Relax. Which I guess Urban Meyer said that he's not interested in Texas jobs. So Yeah, he had a heart attack at Florida, too, and couldn't right. coach anymore, and then he showed up at Ohio he's State. He's waiting for USC. Well, whatever. I don't care where Urban goes. USC, What's South it? Carolina? No. But to say that Neil's got to go, you're just being dumb. If you expected anything more than a five or six win year this year, that's on you. Well, hold, that's up, exactly hold up, hold up, said. hold up. If we play Florida State and Maryland, I, th- I think that's two more wins. We're probably sitting at seven and five, eight and four. I think that's what everybody had. Well, well yeah, that's fine, but that's it's fine, a fucking but... shortened schedule. Right, but I'm, I'm just saying we're not – as bad as Saturday was, we're not behind schedule as the cliche goes. We're not a opinion. bad team. We just did not show up. Right. Our and offense isn't good. No. I mean, no. They, they were second in the Big 12 for a little while. Now, that, that number has probably fallen off a cliff after Saturday. They're not terrible. It's just the thing from Saturday that just really hit home to me was we had them third and long several times, and Purdy makes plays with his yeah. feet, with his arm, extends the play, moves out of the pocket, that's what we need because our guy can't do that. Only thing disappointing about Saturday for me, other well, I mean, other than the fact we got the shit kicked out of us, is why bring him in for one play and then pull him? Garbage time. Give it to him. Yeah. He got uh, eight right. yards. Yeah, and then he was on the bench. Give him, give, him the, give him the second half. Free run. Let him get his feet wet. That's what I thought. I mean, the game was over. We were not getting back into that thing no matter how you, yeah. how you slice Let it. Let him get his feet Let's wet. Let's see what, he, see can what do. he can do. But, I mean, who gives a shit, man? I, like I said last week, week before last, I'm past it. Football's over. What are we going to play in Memphis in a walking in Memphis bowl or something? Five and five. If there's whatever. any bowls left. Yeah, I was going to say if there's a bowl. <laughs> it, there I'm might pa- just be a college football playoff and call it good and that see would later. Be, that would be – that's what they should do this year. I agree. Uh, you put them all in a bubble. You play it all in one place. Go to Jerry World, four teams, two weekends, boom, done. Call it, Call it a day. Move on. Wait till everybody starts getting that shot in the ass. The world opens back up. Come back to football next year, full bore. But that being said, it's basketball season. Well, that being said, we also are leading into Oklahoma. So, I, did you all watch Oklahoma against Baylor? Because did, I, yes. I did not watch. I turned I did. football off. I watched the Mandalorian after watching our just poor show. Look, I came home and took a nap. Did you? Yeah, it gets dark at fucking 6. I feel like I should be in bed right now. It gets dark at 5.30. I, I, I laid down and I was watching. I know you, 
I don't even know if I was watching anything. I think I laid down and I woke up like 45 minutes later and I was like, oh, shit, that's a nice power nap. And then I went out and smoked a cigar and watched boxing. Errol Spence well, and Danny Garcia. I, I could tell you, but from the little bit of the Oklahoma-Baylor game I did watch, Oklahoma isn't – I mean, everyone's down, football's down. They're beatable, but, you know, not if, not not with the team that showed up at Iowa State. Now, the thing that we get in our favor is senior night, Morgantown. Senior day. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, We're day. playing noon. Senior noon. Day. I'm See, not against that. I kind of like that better. I do, too. Because any time it's been a night game, they've uh, it's been over in about the first quarter. I don't know. I, I tell you what, we're going to bounce back. We'll have a good week of practice. I don't know if we're going to beat Oklahoma or not. I, we're who not. knows? Probably not. But they will not. That they will bounce back from that performance. Mark my words. Oh, I think so. There's too many guys. Noted. Too many high character guys on the team. Still, the Stills brothers, Tony Fields, all those guys. They're good guys. They he, just got their ass kicked. He forgot his boy. Who? Heike? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thorpe semifinalist. Mm. I still take Rasul and Morley over him any day, man up. Put them, put them on opposite sides of the field, give them the best receivers on the team, Morley and Sewell. Eh, can they play the run better than Taiki? I don't know, man. I think I uh, think I think Rasul could. Yeah. Sewell we'll see, is, I think Taiki's gonna be a first round pick in twenty twenty two. We'll see. Uh, unlikely, but he'll make it in the league and that could be a first round pick, but Whatever you think. You'll do another bet. You're 0-2 right now, bud. <laughs> I am 0-2. You want to yeah. press it? <laughs> we can press it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be a first-round pick. Roll it over to 2022. Yeah. Keep it rolling. till this summer, then we'll get fat steaks this summer on the grill or once this weather breaks and we can fire it up. But I don't know, man. Uh, Saturday is whatever. Last game of the season, Oklahoma. You got to end at least. I mean, you can't get your ass kicked. No. You got to end on – try to end on a high note. I don't know. I think we play in all grays. I think we, I think we run full grays for Saturday. Haven't worn those yet this year. Nope. I think they were going to wear them full grays at night. Um, you know, senior day, sad to see some of those guys go. Hopefully the Stills brothers come back for another year, another <coughs> run at it. Your boy Tyke, maybe he decides to go after he wins the Thorpe Award. Who knows? He can. He's got to come back one more year. He's only a he's sophomore. sophomore. Oh, yeah, that rule fucks him. It's a shame, but no, I'm done with football. So if you guys want to continue to talk about it, go ahead. I'm on to other things. Well, here's the way. I mean, you got something. <clears throat> go ahead. No, go I'm, ahead. I'm thinking here. I, I, I just to our fans that are off the brown bandwagon, get over it. Seriously, look, they'll be on it. I, it's just, it's going to take this guy three or four years. You mentioned Campbell. Campbell's record overall is not that great. Even the years no. that they beat the shit out of us, they still went like seven and six. Right. This is the first time that they have ever made a run in the conference. They've had some great wins, but they have never put it together. They still lost to Louisiana this year. Right. So I'm not buying them as this great team, and we just got to find they they kind of have our number right now though. That that's what concerns me. That's why I think it's kind of like the Maryland series. But those tides turned. Very much so. Excuse me. Mm. So. What did we win? Like six or seven in a row against Maryland? I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. And if Campbell wants to leave, hey, I'm not going to twist his arm and tell him to stay at Iowa State. It wouldn't be the worst thing ever if he left. Well, let's be honest. He's, he's probably not going to stay there. 
Probably not. I mean, I, I would think if, if Michigan has a coaching change, that would be the first first person I would call. But we'll see. Well, I don't know about you, but I think we should take a break and get into some fun stuff. Yeah. Enough of that. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! Boogie's Driving Range and Barbecue. Driving Range and Barbecue. A natural grass driving range located in Tornado, West Virginia, beside Big Ben Golf Course. Open seven days a week with golf ball dispenser. Boogie's offers a great barbecue menu with delicious items right off the wood fire grill, fresh every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We also have a newly remodeled clubhouse with bar and a large patio to enjoy the peaceful mountain air. Open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday and 11 to 9 p.m. on Sunday. Boogie's Driving Range and Barbecue. Come out, sir. Come. Come in, come in. Damn it. Gentlemen, you told me you deserved to be here. Well, you're not playing like it. All season long, we played our game. Right now, you're playing theirs. When we step on the floor, every second that clock is ticking, we are pedal to the metal. We run the ball, we pressure the ball, and most importantly, we control the tempo of the game. We make them play Richmond Oiler ball. Worm, you can take this kid. Force him left, and when he crosses over, you jump him. Damien, push the tempo. Kenyon, loud, crash the board. Cruz, when you're in the game in transition, take that jumper you love. Junior, just keep doing what you're doing. Hold on to that monster. You do those things, gentlemen, and I guarantee you, at the end of the game, we will be there. All right, hands in. Wednesday night's game against Gonzaga. 
number one team, Gonzaga. WV went in ranked 11th. And, uh, I, I mean, you you kind of got to see what this team could show. You, I mean, and once again, it shows that we just play to the talent level that we're playing against. Because once things started clicking a little bit against Gonzaga, I mean, we look we, – We really dominated sh- them physically in the first yeah. half. Well, really, we should have won that game. Yeah, they they tor- torts us in the second half. Russ gave a little the, help in the second half. There was 50, some questionable shit. Fifty over fifty points in the second half. We Nim, didn't play very good defense. Nim Harder, whatever the fuck his name is, played uh, played a really good game. I thought Suggs tore his Achilles. He came back, but man, that looked bad. Too. Refs helped out a little bit in the second half. Bottom line, our bigs got to stay out of foul trouble. Stop hacking down. Keep your hands straight up. Stop hacking down. Stop acting like when you hack down, it's not a foul. Stop looking with your stupid face. Oh, every time you hit somebody in the fucking arm, stop looking stupid at the ref and looking sideways like you didn't do it because you did. We all see it. If he would make it more than about four and a half minutes of the first half, I'd be stunned. I mean, I what he <clears> can't argue that? with that. No, I mean he, he he hasn't done. I don't enjoy his game right now at all. I think he should come off the bench. That might not be a bad move. I tell you what, though he when he plays, he's very productive. I mean, he had fourteen and nine. I don't know how many he had against Gonzaga, but he he played twenty one minutes against someone had fourteen and nine. One game he had sixteen rebounds, but he's only playing about twenty minutes a game because he's in foul trouble. Because he's in foul trouble, you're right. And Culver Culver got in foul trouble. Uh, Gabe got in foul trouble, and that Petrell was the story of the foul game. Trouble. He he gave us some good minutes against Gonzaga. Yeah. I can't, I he needs to play. He played more against Georgetown. Yeah, Couldn't he's going to get comfortable. But... He know he knows what he is. The one who's the one who's confusing me is Bridges. Bridges still looks lost for a guy that's been there for a year, and they said probably should have started last year. Well, he just got his first bucket last night. Yeah, but I think some of that has to do. Yeah, he he didn't play it all last year. I would like to see him or Matthews um, slide into that four. Respect that. Respect that high post. Respect that eighteen footer. Make somebody respect it. I think you were saying it yesterday. Emmett Matthews, like I told you guys, if we can get about thirteen and four, thirteen and six from him a game, which is about what he did last night, he was great. You're going to see it's going to be a different team, and you get him fired up with that little lob from Deuce, and then he makes a jumper, and then he makes a three. You know, he hits a three, and then it just starts coming. I think if you can get him a roll. In that offense, our offense is very 1970s. If you could get him a roll and put him in there at the four and let him play as a stretch four, get him at the high post, let him take a big man off the dribble or make him respect that, and he's a good passer. You get him in D.C. going high-low, and then you bring O in with Gabe. Gabe's a great passer. There's your second wave. Carter's a good passer, too. Yeah, all our bigs are good passers, and Taz has got to start over McNeil. I think you're going to see that. I don't know. Wednesday. I don't know. Because Taz started the second half against Georgetown. Taz is a Taz is a totally different gear for what you're looking for out there. And having him and Deuce out there together to be able to create their own shot and their own moves off right. the dribble makes you so much more dangerous. And it makes that driving kick so much better for what's going on. And, you know... <sighs> Deuce, Deuce, McCabe should play about nine minutes a game. Deuce should be in 31 minutes a game unless he's in foul trouble. 
If McCabe can give you nine minutes, he's doing his part. That's what he did last night. Right. Right. I think he's got to play a little bit more than that. I don't. I don't. Unless Deuce needs the breather and he's over there signaling out. Right. Or, like Diddy said, he's in foul trouble early. Deuce McBride's the leader of that team, bar none. And you saw There's nobody better than him. There's nobody better on that team than him. But he's sort of the alpha. Exactly. He wants they it. look he's, to him when shit gets tight. That's who they look to. Well, look what he did. He is. Uh, he's got the attitude of what Dax came in with when he inserted himself in the starting five as a freshman. But his game backs it up a hell of a lot more than Dax's. Well, he's got. He's a mixture between Dax and Javon Carter because he's going to work his rear end off on both ends. Yeah, boy, when he got after that loose ball last night, came up with that busted mouth and still shut that fucker down. Got, the, got that turnover. Got the walk. That was incredible. He's a monster, dude. And I'll admit this now. I've told you guys in Texas. McCabe probably doesn't need any more than about eight minutes on the floor. That that shit of him dribbling around out front. He didn't do it last night. I, was, assume, I assume he's probably been told, get out there, go between your legs and run back and forth, find yourself a Fairmont next year. I got a scholarship for another guy that I need to use, and you're you're the problem. So – Play my way or get it to bricks. See you in Fairmont. But that's, I mean, that's Bob Huggins, period. You're going to play my game. You know, I'm not playing your game. You're going to play the way I want you to play, or you're going to ride the bench or you're going to leave. So, you know, and, but here's the thing. And, yes, Huggs is a great coach, Hall of Fame coach, but, the the style of this offense needs to run through the bigs is outdated. It's gone. And that's especially when you have I'm gonna say undisciplined just because of the stupid fouls. But when you've got an undisciplined big guy such as O committing a stupid foul and then you're gonna to try to feed him down and he's already got a foul on one in, then he comes down and makes he got. I understand he got fouled, but he's got no reason to be doing a reverse layup. I don't. I don't remember that. It was in the Georgetown game, but he got fouled when he did it. I tell you what, this team to <clears> me, <throat> if you go back and look at the Gonzaga game, that to me was like a game we would play in the Sweet Sixteen, right? And we got beat. You know why we got beat? Because of the little things. Emmett Matthews, we're up nine. He throws a fucking three-quarter court pass to O, who's in triple coverage. Looked like Skylar Howard out there airmailing one over the safety. We turn the ball over. They come down, hit a three, get the ball back again, hit a two. Nine-point lead is evaporated. Oh, yeah. There were so many little things in that game. And if this team can clean that stuff up, that's that's the only way they're going to get to the final four. You can't make the mistakes we make. We had 15 turnovers against Gonzaga. You can't do that and expect to beat a good team. You can get to Sweet 16. We've done that four out of, what, five years? But if we want to take the next step like Deshaun Butler and those guys did, you can't make mistakes like that. And it's little things that add up over the course of a game. It's missing possessions. It's turnovers. It's not making the front end of one-on-ones, which we were... Free throw shooting has been very good this year. Free throw shooting against Gonzaga was great. Last night, it was awful. We missed several front ends of one-on-one. Those are just like turnovers, in my opinion. Well, I mean, absolutely. I mean, but, again, and I I laugh at 
again, our fans sitting there saying that Hugs is going to play us out of this, Hugs is going to play us out of that. How's he going to play uh, you out of anything? By, because by playing Gonzaga, right? Uh, they never heard of strength of schedule, right? And that's, I mean, and that's where I was getting at. And this is, it, this isn't like football. College basketball is a marathon, and I'd much rather go up against Gonzaga early, and 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 it's you know here's the measuring stick. Here here's where you lie right now. You want to be the best. You got to beat the best. And guess what? You beat yourselves because you had them beat. Yeah, you could have you could have won that game. Um, I think this team, from what I've seen. Against Georgetown, I thought we came out in the first half. We were awful. No, we but came we out got slow. down. Well, we get down seven. Yeah. And it clicked. It's the same thing against Western Kentucky. Yes. We were down 10, and they basically bowed their necks and were like, all right, enough of this. And they, they blew Western Kentucky out, and they dominated Georgetown. Yeah. Now, I think Georgetown shot out of their minds earlier in the game. Because if you notice, we were going under screens, and we normally – we don't typically do that because if you do that against Kansas, they're going to hit threes all night. So that, that, I think they wanted to let Georgetown shoot because they're not a very good shooting team. <laughs> well, and we were talking. I mean, we've talked about Emmett, and like you said, give him a role, give him a give him a purpose. Do you also get to see his leadership? Because when O was starting to flip out about stuff, and he went to throw his arm up against at the ref i mean not hit him but mm-hmm. kind of like throw up yeah, and, and yeah. argue with him matthews came over and kind of hugged him and and kind of talked to him and pushed him and it's kind of like hey knock it off you know bob huggins will argue a bullshit call yeah that's his job that's right. not the players and exactly. if hugs isn't flipping out about it guess what it probably was the right call you know now he'll work the official mm-hmm. and and try to get you know try to help sway a call just because they don't want to hear him and and try to get that questionable call. But if Hugs is giving you the look of what the hell are you doing? You're probably in the wrong. It, it probably wasn't a, a bad call. Yeah. It, it's I mean, probably what you did. It, it speaks for itself. He's in foul trouble every game and it's, it's not bad officiating. No. And I Huggins, if you listen to his presser after the game, he was talking about Culver. He said, Culver pushes off and he does stuff. And over the summer, during summer league and in open gym, that's not a foul. When it counts, they're going to call it every time. So those guys got to figure out because we need them on the floor. I mean, they're awesome. People are a little <laughs> bit down on O, but O's averaging 9 and 8. And he's only playing about 20 minutes a game. He should be playing about 30 to 34 minutes a game. He would be at that. 12-10 that he was last year. Body language like, is shit. Well, Body yeah. language is shit. You're exactly right. You know who he reminds me of? Derek Culver. Derek Culver the past two years. Yeah, I mean. I mean, with his, you know, flipping out over the little stuff and pouting around. He got beat down the floor. And then who made the block? Um, Culver. He, yeah. Culver comes down and hustles with a hustle play, making the block. Well, he got beat against Gonzaga. Oh, well, he gets yeah. a dunk. Sherman throws him a great pass. He gets a dunk. Doesn't get back on defense. And one fouls the guy. He's out of the game. Yeah. That's little things, man. You can't do that stuff against good teams and expect to win. And if you look at our schedule, there are a lot of good teams on that schedule. Texas yeah. is good. Texas Tech is good. 
Florida's good. Baylor. Kansas is good. Baylor is really good. Richmond's good. We play them on Sunday. That's going to be a tough game. Are we going to play them? As far as I know. Why wouldn't we? I guess they got a little COVID issue. Gonzaga had one, too. I'm surprised we played yesterday. Well, they, they shut everything they, down. Did you hear about that? Yeah. California? Gonzaga did. Gonzaga yeah. did. They're, they were supposed to play Baylor yesterday. Saturday. Well, yeah. Saturday. Saturday. So. But as far as basketball getting started, we're 4-1. We have not played at home. And there's a lot to be encouraged about. But played home Wednesday, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Robert Morris. That ought to be an easy cakewalk. We, but we haven't had one of those yet. I mean, we have these guys that you want to play, like Bridges and Cottrell. It's tough. Cottrell's going to get his minutes. Yeah, but it's it's tough to get them minutes early on. Normally, we have what four or five shit games, and the right. And on top of that, I mean, people not not the whole team needs the confidence, and that's the good part about the cupcake. But well, you know, Cottrell and Bridges. I mean, this will be a good game for them to kind of find their shot, find that opening, get that confidence, and, and kind of get things rolling on their end because they're going to be valuable. I think when you get to crunch time, you're going to see about seven guys. I think so, I too. I think that bench is going to shrink to uh, Taz and Gabe or McNeil and Gabe, however that starting lineup shakes out. I think those are going to be your seven that when you're in <clears throat> crunch minutes, about four minutes left in a tight game, you're going to see the starting five and then those two. I don't think you're going to be looking – Probably not, unless there's foul trouble. Yeah, and and I think Cottrell handed himself handled himself just fine against Gonzaga and looked like he he calmed down and started to make sense. And he, he just takes a minute, man. Like you guys said, had he maybe had some cupcake games, whatever, but it looked like the game slowed down for him and he he took a deep breath and it just it came to him and he remembered he's a four star. He was. You see the skill. Highly sought after. Yeah, and, I mean, he took that 18-footer with, with confidence from the wing uh, yesterday, and that's what you want to see. You don't want to see anybody hesitating. Culver hesitates a lot on the, on the jumpers, and that hesitation will throw his shot off a bit. But Contra doesn't have any problem pulling it. Bridges didn't have any problem pulling it. McCabe finally gave you the minutes that were needed and realized he doesn't need to go around his back and try to throw a round-the-head pass. Just hand it off, get the fuck out of the way. Play a little defense. Gary, Gary and Johnson didn't get in yesterday, did he? No, he was deer he in headlights. He was deer in headlights the one game he got to play, and yeah. I think it Is was he zero. Uh, I thought he yeah. was twenty three. The I JUCO guy. Yeah, he yeah. played a little bit yesterday. Even I don't the first call seeing him, but I, I know that they thought he was going to come in and be a a shooter like now face a point guard as well. But I don't know uh, about that, but. I mean, it is what it is, man. I think uh, I think we're set in a good way if Matthews plays like he played yesterday. Um, look out! Is he though? We've seen this movie before. It's Has he man. ever strung together? At the beginning of last year, he did a few games, but has he ever strung together five or six games like this in a row? His freshman, His freshman year. year, he did, and then last year, do? oh yeah. His freshman year, he did sophomore. He went through that sophomore slump last year. That was just he'd, he'd have a game, and then he'd be quiet for like six, and then he'd have a game or have two games, and then be quiet for you know the next three. So you we know, got, but I think with I think with Matthews, like you said, with giving him a purpose, giving him a role, but also getting him, you know, getting him that confidence now and seeing that element kind of change. It might help. I like him at four. I like him at four. I really do. Um, we got to get I, McNeil going. 
I like to. our smaller lineup. I've said that all year. I like the three guard lineup. I mean, sometimes you can't do that because of the other team's personnel, but I really like the three guard lineup because I think <clears throat> um, Deuce, you got what? Sherman's averaging double figures. Deuce is averaging double figures. Culver's averaging double figures. O is almost right there, averaging double figures. McNeil was close to double figures until last night. I mean, you have five or six guys that can score. Right, and and I think this is kind of, I mean, we're, we're bitching a little bit, but it's because our expectations were extremely high. Listen to the way Huggins talked. When really, on, I mean, again, on paper, they're doing right about what he said. Mm-hmm. We're just also seeing the lack of the early games, you know. Agreed. So, it, which, no excuse. I mean, Gonzaga's doing the same thing, and, and they're blowing it out of the water. Mm-hmm. But, you know, overall, I'm happy with the with what this the possibility that this team has. Are they 2010 yet? No. Do, do they have the talent to be? Absolutely. Different game in 2010. Right. Totally different, different way basketball was played in 2010 than what it is right now. Um, this team, I mean, you sit and watch them play with the number one team. Should have beat them. Gonzaga's rolling people out. Uh, put, what, 110, 120 on Kansas. Yeah, they beat Kansas uh, by 12. Look really good. Um, I was encouraged after the Gonzaga game. They hung around. They fought. They fought with it. They had to the, to play that close and have the bigs in foul trouble. And then the Georgetown game, everybody's saying Georgetown's shitty, but – you played pretty much the entire first half without D.C. I was in foul trouble quick. Um, you're not getting a ton of scoring. The dude from Georgetown shooting unconsciously from behind three. I mean, that floater he hit and then did his little dance for the camera. That's whatever. Shot, they, they put it away when they had to put it away. Shot and, 50% <clears> in the second half. Yeah. We're getting what we wanted. That's that's one thing. I we, we have got to get better at moving the ball around the key, the perimeter. Yeah. Like, dude, our, our our offense that we run is not a very good offense. Why Why do you say that? Because it's shit that we ran in high school. That's why. It's fucking the three low, guards running the- a circle around the top. You have you now have a point guard and a, a man who plays at the three, and you have a two guard who, if you give them a screen, they can create. We're running a, a, a weave-looking loop handoff and a back cut. And then a high-low. Our offense is very, very old school, and it hasn't changed for years. What would you rather run? <laughs> yeah, if you're going to get if a little bit more if, motion throughout yeah, the gonna, throughout the middle, not up yeah, top, give the key. Me, give me something out. I mean, hell, with the way it goes now, give me give me Deuce in a clear out with a screener, well, a dribble I mean, drive we run and that kick. High, high screen a lot. We don't, but if you watch, there's a lot of come down, set at the top, run there's left, a lot handoff. Of, yeah, there's a, there's the a lot sticks. of handoff. You're right. You're right. And they run that shit way too much. It's very stale, and you're not getting a whole lot out of it. What I'm saying is if you give give me a high screen or give me a clear out for a guard that can take somebody off a dribble, get somebody in foul trouble, get some layups, get some, get some step-back jumpers. Post fucking Culver up, for God's sakes. Do something other than coming down, dribbling, 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 calling it out, and then going left or right and running a handoff and then giving me a backdoor cut to the to 18 feet, 
to do the same thing over again. I mean, it's look very how nice. Old. Even though the high low game <clears throat> is it was nice, and we don't run it that as often as, as what we do that weave, it worked. Once was it Gabe that fed Culver because it was something different. Once they fed it to, they were able to dump and go. And it, I mean, basketball nowadays is not necessarily running a set offense either. It's a lot more playground. Mm-hmm. AAU has made it that way. If, if oh, you can shake your head, the only fucking team in America running an offense is Gonzaga and Princeton. Villanova runs an offense. Well, I've not watched them play, so I can't say. But your, I think your what Dukes you're saying, your Carolinas, is, are a more, lot more one-on-one and up and down and fast-paced and fun and gun. Well, it's more sp- spread out, and it's not the high. Like we can do that, though. But we don't. <clears throat> I mean, that, the, <laughs> when's the last time we did uh, the big dunk Matthews had? That was set up because we had space. Fast break. No, 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 no. The one in the half. Oh, court. you're talking about when he got the amp. Well, that's yeah. that's him beating a guy off the dribble. That's the shit I'm talking about. Give him room to create. Right. And, and that's disagree. the playground. I don't disagree with you, man. It's, man that's it's what I'm about saying. Spacing. I'm, I'm saying give give room to your your guys who can create. Give them room to create. Well, Stop but, but I mean, but, but, but let's be honest. If you're playing two bigs, that middle gets crammed up real quick. They don't clear out. That's why you need to move O to the bench until that body language changes or he can stop picking up two fouls immediately. I agree. As long as he keeps picking up two fouls, though, he ain't playing. <laughs> Especially in the first well, half. And I'm, I'm the, no fucking college coach, but I think moving Matthews with that size to a four, there's no real big men in collegiate basketball who are just, you know, fucking Pat Hewing Huge or Elijah Wan or any big, big guys like that. Give me Matthews at the four. Let me let me watch him deal from the free throw line, eighteen and in, and see what he can do. Because I bet you my bottom dollar, he's going to get a lot of big guys in foul trouble, taking them off the dribble or creating some space at the free throw line. Because you have to respect that jump shot. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, man. I'll be honest with you. I think we ran everything through the bigs last year because our guards weren't very good. Let's just be honest. I mean, Deuce had some good games, but. He wasn't consistent. The two JUCO guys didn't really do a whole lot. McKay Napper. wasn't very good. Napper wasn't any good. I mean, we had to run through those guys. Now, like I said, we got several guys that can score. I think we can run that five-man motion. Huggins used to run at Cincinnati his five-man out motion. The reason I know that is because that's what we ran in high school. So I would, I'm, I'm with you all. I would like to see more of that. I mean – uh, there are going to be points in the year where we have a size advantage where you're stupid if you don't try to take advantage of that. But I I would like to see guys get the ball in space more. I think it would open up the floor more, and I think it would make shots easier for guys like McNeil. I think McNeil takes a lot of hard shots. He's constantly going off the dribble, and I don't think that's his, his style. No, I mean, no, his He's style is more post-up. and Who, Mc, McNeil? Yeah. Get like, planted, as in get get planted yeah. in an area and get fed the ball because right. he's already squared up, ready. To, that's all he does. Right, he's, he's a, a play tree. shooter. But, he's a tree on offense. He doesn't do anything. Right, he goes over and stands that. in one spot. What's Go. he do? Misses a lot of shots. Shoots a lot and stands. He needs to get to the hoop. Elbow too. extended. He needs comes to come down. Off he bends left or right and he stands there. Then he'll Sherman. move to the corner and then he'll come back to. Oh, I, I. Sherman should be starting. Definitely, definitely. Bring McNeil. Let McNeil be the heater guy off the bench. You need one of those. And that second wave. Yeah. But I I think 
we are not a very good passing team, and the, the stuff you guys are talking about being clogged up, a function of that is not being able to pass the ball very well. You got to move the ball well. You got to move the defense constantly. I don't think we're a bad passing team. I don't think. I mean, we throw lazy passes. They throw a lot of like Matthews is big on throwing fucking lazy little, little floaters. What I'm talking about though is you mentioned them dribbling the ball for yeah, 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, work the ball around the key. Yeah. That's how you get they shots. Yeah, they don't do that. They dribble handoff. But the bad part is that's the offense that's set to run. Yeah, that's what they, that's I mean, what that's, he's that's what he dude, if you go back and check fucking tape, that's the offense he's ran since he's been there. That's the offense he no, ran. No, we ran five man against with Deshaun and them. We did not have a guy, two guys eat the eat the post like those other two guys. They were Everyone. outside. And there was constant motion. Well, then that'd be the that'd be the one time he didn't cause because even they with did Cincinnati, the Cincinnati. I think he did that kind of offense. They did the That's whole work his. around, get the skip pass across across court, and well, you got you had guys who could could shoot well, and create, and I mean, yeah, that. But we we have those guys now, in my opinion. He needs to let them play, especially with Deuce. I mean, Deuce is one that, well, like you said, if he if let clear it out and let him go because he'll get to the line. He'll just take over the game when it's time. <clears throat> but last night he had seven assists. He had 17, seven, seven, and four. Yeah. he That's the best game he's played this year by far. I, we know he can score. There's no doubt about that. He has to get other guys involved. That's my only question mark with him right now is can he facilitate the offense? Can he get the other guys scoring? I think he can. He just got to do it now. Well, Robert Morris come. I mean, coming in Wednesday against Robert Morris, one, you're back home, so you're not having to deal with travel. Two, it's a team that you can kind of go out there and work on things a little bit. You should be able to. Should be able to. I mean, it it should be. Honestly, it should be over by halftime. And I hope so. But ask you know, ask Pitt about that. Well, it's the St. Francis. Yeah, that was. Great. McCabe should get 22 minutes on Wednesday. You think so? Uh-huh. He played – I was impressed with him last night. I know you guys give me shit about him, but he did what he was supposed to do. I want to see more – if he plays like he did last night, he needs to play 12 to 14 minutes a game. And maybe he's realizing this is where your career ends, son. Be a team player. Mm-hmm. Do what's asked of you. I know you were a superstar in Wisconsin. You're not here. You were on the Ellen Show at age 10. <laughs> You're not going to be one here. <laughs> You're there's, a role player. There's a right. spot He's in, a role there's player. There's a spot in Russia where you could probably go get some decent paychecks to play, learn Russian, and learn to love vodka, but... Oh, I'm sure you're The NBA, you're probably not joining your boy Tyler Hero in the NBA anytime soon. Go to school. Be his manager. You look like you got a lot of shit going for you. You've got your own pod. You're doing your YouTube channel. You got a really hot chick. Oh, but here, yeah. just oh. come out and run the offense. Stop stop giving me the behind the back. You're not the <coughs> professor. This isn't the N1 mixtape tour. This is Division One college basketball, and you're playing on a contender. Do what's asked of you and no more. And let's move on down the road. Let's keep stacking wins, and let's hope that by March the tournament's open for the public and – we can all be there. Even though was it Gonzaga or it wasn't Georgetown? Was it Gonzaga that he had the nice no look, kind of over his the, shoulder, the that around he got the, the head, they got him benched immediately. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he, he ended up unnecessary around the head whip fucking yeah. pass. That's really just stupid. 
that's when I was done with. It. I was like, all right, these guys are right. This that's idiotic. Yeah. Why would you throw that? You go underneath and then wrap it around your head and then leave it back. And he did. I'm pretty sure it was to DC too. And like he looks like he's stoned out like J.R. Smith 90% of the time. So, like, what are you going to you gonna throw that around the head and possibly break his fucking nose because he's not looking for it? And then he never saw the hey, floor again. All right. Don't don't knock my man D.C. I'm not. He's, he's second best what, player on the 15, team. 15 and 15. 15. I think 15 and 13. Or yeah. 15 and 13. He's I getting think. it done. He's getting after it. Hey, and Getting that, after it on offense. A lot of power moves down there on the block. I'm liking it. I, I mean. Coming to the left, little hop step. All hook. he needs to do, though, like and like you said, when he's square and he's got the shot, just pull it. The this hesitations shit, gets him. This shit was street ball. Birdie would want DC on his team. Above the rim, Birdman. Mm-hmm. If the Birdman. Oscar, Gabe, and Derek Culver never took another jump shot from the top of the key, I would not complain. I let Gabe shoot those all day. Yeah, Gabe. I like that confidence. He makes. Hey, he makes it. He made a three. Makes a few of them. Yeah. Hey, here's You're the thing. John Flowers shouldn't shoot. All, all you got to do is make it one time, and now you're a threat. You just said John yeah. Flowers shouldn't shoot, and then in 2010, he hit a fucking river dance after he hit one in the corner. For oh, that you remember was amazing. how much time he used to have to shoot the ball because no one guarded him? <clears throat> Gabe's got a lot of time, too. Yeah, I mean, they're not popping anyone out on Gabe at, at three. I look forward to Wednesday. I do, too. I'm going to see some more dunks. We didn't have a whole lot of dunks. We had some dunks against some Georgetown. Dunks, some dunks, some rallies. The only, the only stat line you got to watch belongs to number 11. 13 and, 13 and 5, 12 and 6, whatever. If he's in double figures and close to 10 on the rebound side, we win. Undoubtedly. You're right. Is Matthews 11 or 22? He's 11. He's 11. How okay. dare you? How dare you? Get me a jersey. Hey, what number's McNeil? Oh for nine. <laughs> He's twenty two, I think. Is he is twenty okay. Yeah. I, I think McNeil snap out of this. No, we need him. He's too good of a shooter. You can tell he's a good shooter. When's he proven that? Practice. He was four for nine against VCU. We're talking about practice. Okay. Last year he was supposed to be a good shooter too. Where'd he prove it? <laughs> he hit some big threes last year. Hey, a couple big threes. When did he, when did he do? Who it else in the game? was hitting? When did he do it in the game? When when has he had a fucking Steph Curry game? When's he had a Clay Thompson Steph Steph Curry games though? You're telling me he's a great shooter. Great shooters okay. have games like that. All right. When's we'll when's his? Maybe Wednesday. when's his? Maybe maybe Sunday. We'll he's see. your McCabe. He's not my McCabe. He is your McCabe. He my is. dude. My dude. The whole year has been Sherman. No, he hasn't. No, You're yeah, a fucking liar. No, no, I'm not. You're out of your mind. You sit in here and told us how Sean McNeil should start and how he was going to be so great. This I said st- he. We we got to. Are you rewind the tape? Because okay. I said McNeil or Sherman should start. You know what? Just hard. just for My, this, I might go back and listen and find it and put your clip in. Please do. Please do. Go back to last year when I said he's going to be McBride a great shooter. Should have been the point guard last year, the whole year. All I know is never leading into this year did you say anything about fucking Taz being better than McNeil. You said for I said for either weeks. No, I said one of those two guys it. should should start. For weeks McCabe. leading up to it, you told me how great of a fucking shooter he was and how you've heard coming out of practice he's gonna he's burying the ball. He hit eight straight. And now you're telling me again he's a great shooter. And what I'm saying to you is great shooters have monster games and monster nights more often than not. 
He has yet to have one. And you said <laughs> four for nine, which I give you is under 50%. Who Over shoots 50, above 50% in the NBA? Over 50% is a great night. Four, Over for, 40, four for nine is 40%, me standing in the fucking driveway. 40% in the NBA is a great night. 40%. Well, he's not in the NBA. No, not yet. And I don't think he's going to go That's even better there. in college, though. I don't think he's going to go there. 35% is a good night in college. You've lost your – you're – you're changing your shit up to be what it you want it to be. You've no. sat in here and said numerous times he was going to be awesome this year, and he's the best shooter on the team. He's a pure shooter. Okay, you go back and you find where I said he's the best player ever. You didn't say best player. Well, no one has said best player of anyone other than McBride or Culver. Or uh, all no. right, we're going over. We got it. We got but it. you you did say. He was going to have a monster year. He's the best shooter on the team, and you heard he made eight straight in a scrimmage, and you couldn't wait to watch him light people up this year. Something along those lines was said. Let's by let's you. rewind. I don't I don't yeah, remember I, saying I, anything. I, I will. I, I, we'll go back and we'll have Crumb's greatest hits on McNeil because I will guarantee you one thing. I've been on Sherman longer than him. False. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Absolute okay. false. We'll be pulling text messages too. Then okay. We can go the, back through the games and pull texts. I don't the, think anyone gives a shit, but No, whatever. but this is an, uh, this is a fucking atrocity. This well, is a lie. Hold on, wait a second. Some people might give a shit, just like Emmett Matthews told the voice of Morgantown pretty much to <laughs> blow him. Delete your account. Yeah, bro. he told him to delete your account. I was like, look, I, I ain't going to say he's trash. Yeah, and, but you, 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 I'm not even going to get back into it. You said what you said. You said... And he's yet to show me he's a great shooter. Well, well, I didn't call him the point guard. No, you didn't. And I, I said I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, he I did was wrong. wrong. I admitted I was wrong after watching wrong. him. Whip, after watching wrong. him whip me around the head wrong. pass, I said this guy has to go to Fairmont. That is right when you said it. Yeah, <laughs> said I've been wrong. No, he doesn't have to go to Fairmont. He needs to just play his role. That's all I want out of yeah, him. Eight minutes. And he did on Sunday. Eight, eight to twelve. Eight. Depending eight. on the game. Well, here's an idea. Let's let's take a break. We'll come back, do game predictions, beer of the week, and uh, get out of here. I can't wait till he finds this. When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time, and their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. What's up, Mountaineer Nation? This is Grant Wiley, and you're listening to Section 304 Podcast. Let's go, Mountaineers. Sometimes I Got both wheels on the Harley place and the trail in the sun rays Me and this lady, man, it's like church on a Sunday I'm off on my rocker, but rock and roll is my papa Raised me up on this gasoline, Billy Jean was my mama Broken hearts turned to 
again, I can flow just like water Grew up with people that sleep I Grew up with hustling daughters Mothers and fathers alike Like it or not when you saw us Live my life like a rebel The devil's hot on my tracks But I won't run for my demons No, I embrace them in fact So remember my spirit When that's the American Welcome back to Section 3 or 4 Podcast Where we're drinking beers and talking ears And uh just real quick before we go any further, I I wanted to express our condolences to the family and uh, to the family of Cassie Officer Cassie Johnson that tragically was uh, killed by a piece of shit. But it's a good way to say it. Um, our our heartfelt thoughts and prayers are are out to the family, and I mean as a member of law enforcement and everyone else in Charleston that's uh that's been affected by this you know we we just wanted to ex- express our condolences and uh let you know we're thinking of y'all well yes, said sir. well said um so i mean i don't know if we give out any beer of the week uh, for the football game so we'll just say we'll go with the basketball beers of the week for no! It is a great night to be a Mountaineer, wherever you may be. Uh, Deuce and Emmett. Deuce and Emmett? Deuce and Emmett. Actually, I'm going to give it to Emmett. He finally showed up, woke up, took those pink boots off, finally came out. It's got to be the shoes. Yeah, came out and dominated. Smacking haters (coughs) down on Twitter. I loved it. Absolutely. That, that, you can you know, there's only so much of that shit those guys are, are gonna have to sit and listen yeah. to. And Especially like, from someone who probably can't hit yeah, a jump like, shot. Taz was on there last night doing a live and it's like all these fans are telling him how great he is and he was like, You know what, man, I can't wait to see how they treat me when I play bad. <laughs> and he said it. I mean Yeah, he was like I he's like he's reading through it all and he's you know, they're back home, whatever, and he's like, I can't wait to see the reaction when I finally play bad. He was like, I haven't played a bad game here yet, I don't think. And I don't think he has. And he was like, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. And then, like, some of his boys from back home were like, they're going to call you a piece of shit when you play bad. And they're going to turn on you. And it's, you ain't going to be shit to them. And then another guy's like, no, no, no. That's the real fans are with you, you know, ride or die. And, you know, the ones who turn on you, they're the fake ones that you just got to move out and delete them off your, delete them off your profile. But those guys, they're not going to listen to that shit. Man, they're 19-year-old kids. Why are you saying that shit to them anyway? Like, I know we get on here and talk about what we're disappointed in and stuff like that, but end of the day. <clears throat> end of the day, we've got their back and support yeah. them. And, and yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm not for Neil Brown being fired. The only coach I've ever wanted gone was Dana. And you got I it. think that's the only time I've ever really bitched about a coach in general. I had no beef with Neil and I had no beef with Rod. I didn't well, like the way part, Rod left. But. The bad part with, with Brown, or not with Brown, with Holgerson, with you, I mean, it took – it took five it, years. It took a while for you to finally say, hey, we've hit our ceiling. It's time to go. I didn't love Stu, but I didn't dislike Stu. I just thought the job was bigger than him. Right. That's all. I Agreed. loved him being on staff. Agreed. I just thought the job was bigger than him. It's a shame that ended the way it did. But right. you can't fuck with these guys, man. At the end of the day, they choose to come here. You know, they've chosen that as their home. Our home state is now their home state for four years they're giving you everything they got everybody's gonna have a bad game but my my beer of the week goes to matthews and i told you guys we'll go as he goes well and you're seeing it i, I think crumb who you got oh 
Man, this is tough. A lot of guys played pretty well the last two basketball games. I'm not giving one for football. No. Can't even give one to the punter. Normally, I like to do that. I mean, I guess we can give it to the kicker. The backup kicker who came in <laughs> yeah. when we're down 42-3 to three and we're kicking field goals. That was a little interesting, but who knows. Um, <laughs> basketball, I would probably give it to be McNeil, right? Deuce. Oh, McNeil's a shooter. Can't wait. Me either. I can't wait when he goes off. Oh, I thought you meant that we we uh, find the be tapes. nice to have a stretch of fucking highway with him going off. <laughs> Here nice. you are talking about not calling out players. Been He's not out. calling him out. Calling you out. He's calling, calling you me out. Mm-hmm. Okay, calling you out. He never came out and said he was. A- you think he's the next AI or something? And AI Whoa. wasn't a great shooter. Whoa, AI just scored. AI wasn't a great shooter. Nah, he just you're scored. right. He just scored. Okay, we'll rewind the tapes back. We'll we'll go yeah. back and replay all that. No, Deuce gets mine. I'm I'm with you guys. I think he is the catalyst for this team. Now, like you said, Matthews, we <clears> got to have other guys chip in. But. I think if you get the production you're getting from the other guys and then Emmett kicks you about 12 and 6, 12 We're and tough, 7, 13 and 7, it, you're very very hard to beat because then you're looking at a double double from the from the big boys down low. That's pretty much an every night thing. Even with the minutes that they're not playing due to foul trouble, you're going to get four six points from Gabe, but you're going to get hustle and D. Um Taz is looking right now, he's giving you like 13 a game. Um if Emmett can kick you thirteen and six a night, look the fu- I'll get tell the you. Fuck I'll say back, this right man. now: we we've scored over eighty. We scored eighty last night. I think we had eighty two against Gonzaga. If we get over eighty, I don't know how many teams can score more than eighty on us. Besides Gonzaga, yeah, yeah, we're gonna be tough to beat if we get that. 80 points. I, uh, my whole thing with this year is I just hope that something doesn't happen and that shit gets shut down. Well, the NCAA came out and said it ain't going to happen. They ain't going to lose that no, money again. They lost too much money last time. So, my beer of the week is going to Derek Culver. I mean, I feel that this kid's really been pulling this team. And, and that's, I mean, feeling like spreading the love a little bit. Y'all hit two of them that I was thinking. D.C. was the other one. So, D.C.'s getting my beer of the week. And I have a feeling that, you know, he's another one. I think that we ride a lot on his coattails. You know, he if he's cleaning up the glass like he has been and getting – getting the points underneath then that opens up more for matthews and deuce too so well i guess that goes into predictions with i mean we'll just go wednesday against robert moore's i mean it should we be. dominate win. that team yeah we, we dominate win that sunday team. richmond's 19th yeah. they're not chumps i think we'll win sunday i think we'll win sunday um saturday i'm gonna go with uh give me 34 17 oak lahoma what you got? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say forty two ten. Ooh, I don't want to give them that many points on our own. Two field. blowouts in a row. I just I, we, I don't. Have we checked out. I don't think we've checked. I, I I just don't think our offense has. I mean that it was going. It was gelling a little bit. Had a little bit of repetition. Then that week off. I mean it feels like we hit the reset button yesterday, and I'm not. I'm not saying that our defense is going to be the ones giving up the points. I think our offense ends up giving up the points, and the defense would just be on the field too long. As bad as the week was for football, you could be Kentucky basketball right now. Oh, I think we're gonna one and three. I think we're gonna play Oklahoma pretty tough. I don't think we're gonna win. I think it'll be like thirty-one to twenty. 
Okay. But it'll be a good game. You going to be there? As long as it doesn't rain, I think I'm going to be there. Because it's going. supposed to be about 55. Yeah, it's supposed to be a nice day. Noon game. I'm going. Go up. Not lose your whole day. You going up? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Probably not. Up and back. I'm up in the air right now. It's a long drive. It's a long day. It is long. It's, it's very long day. It's not as long as it is when you tailgate, though. Because that yeah, is a... Yeah, it's a long day, and I'm the one always doing the driving, so I don't... I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it works. Just piggyback off of Chris. They stay. Oh, that's right. I don't want to stay. I don't drink like that anymore. Once a year. Once a month. Once a month, I'll rip one. I'll rip a good one. About once a month. Once every other month. Your your, uh, Barry Adams margaritas. I mean, your trailer park margaritas. Yeah, no, I would drink every now and again. Sunday, that, that was, yeah... The Kool-Aid mixed in with the margarita, the trailer trash margarita, <laughs> named for Barry. In honor of Barry. Captain Trailer Park. <laughs> Sergeant Trailer Park. Corporal. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. We'll see you later.